of the cosmic variety. So, uh, it's funny, and I, I might say this every week, and I'm going to say it this week, how sometimes the things that I, I get these, some of these topics by actually going through things myself, and just got to work it out, baby, got to work it out. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about one thing, I, I talk a lot on this show, about feeding yourself the type of you know, influence of the person you want to be. I talk about feeding yourself and becoming this person. I think we do all this work on becoming this person, but I think not enough is said about what happened to that person that I'm leaving behind, right? Mm. I'm trying to be somebody different. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be this person of authority, of, of, of greatness, of love, of, of someone who is just good in all these ways. He's the best version of me. And I even say I am affirmations about this person who I, who I want to be in the future and who I'm not yet. But this is what happens. That old person is not dead and he's still lingering. And I think to really, really get the most out of building this new person, I think there needs to be talk about letting go of the the old you. Uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, who I really, really, I listen to him pretty much every day. He had the, uh, and I got this from him because, uh, or some of this, you know, thought from him because he has a book called The Habit of, uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. So this is what happens. I want to be somebody, right, who is kind. I want to be somebody who's loving. I want to be someone who has all these great insights and great ideas. I want to be someone who loves himself. I want to be somebody yada, 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 ad infinitum. But the problem is I'm me, right? Yeah. <laughs> I am this guy who, who has We've carried... Got old, old bad habits and all, things. Yep. All these bad habits, right? Mm-hmm. I want to wear those new slippers and break them in. I want to wear them, but, but these fuzzy ones feel so freaking good. Mm-hmm. This is what happens. When I make up my mind to do something, I make up my mind, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to be this person anymore. I'm going to be somebody different. Mm -hmm. I start going about my day, and I know I made this decision, but what happens is that I made it up in my mind, but what happens is the body is stronger than the mind at that point because the body has been so conditioned. A habit is when the body knows how to do something better than the mind. And my body knows how to do all my old habits better than my mind. So what happens is I'm trying my best to be this new man, but what happens is I'm doing something and my mind says, wait a second, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. Aren't you usually pissed off by now? I know you said you're not going to be pissed <laughs> off, but it, it's time to be. And my body is so used to being pissed off at that time that even if I told myself I'm not going to get angry today, that my body, my mind, my makeup will try to find things and pull me back in. I, I want to drive this point home before I talk about letting go of your old self. I'm kind of talking about it now, but I want to drive home that the new self is so great and so powerful and wants you to become it. But that old self does not want to die. And I think realizing that that looking at this old self almost as somebody who doesn't want to let you go, uh, because that's who this old self is. Totally. So how do we break the habit of being our old selves? 
the first thing I think to do is count the cost. Here's what I mean by this. As long as it costs more to change than to be myself, I will stay the same old person because what it costs to change costs too much. The, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. If the juice isn't worth the squeeze, we're not having juice, right? But what happens is when I count the cost, and I had to do this uh, earlier this week, being the same person, the old person, the old me, what is it costing me in my life? Being the old me, what friendships is being the old me costing me in my life? What precious moments, right? There, there are certain things that I remember this week that I've just obsessed on and obsessed and obsessed. And in obsessing those things, I'm like, wow, those things, if I were to answer the question for myself, there are things that I obsessed about recently that robbed me of energy to deal with other things, right? So I have to realize I have to put that in the negative column, like what, what is this costing me? My old self cost me peace of mind. And as a matter of fact, there's certain things I know that I want to accomplish in my life, right? Mm -hmm. But being the old self cost me that. Yeah. So I have to realize, I have to count the cost of what it's, but not only the count the cost of the old self, I need to count the cost of the new self. And we talked about uh, Libra and balancing and all this, because listen, letting go of the old you, it has to be one of those things, like if you're like me, nobody needs to make you do anything. It needs to be your own decision. And I think each person, rather than you need to be this new person, think about, count the cost of what it's going to cost you to be this new person, because you might not want to do it. That sounds like, it might sound counterintuitive to what a lot of what I'm saying is, but what is it going to cost me to become this new person? And I think that a lot of us backpedal because we get into being the new person and we're like, oh, it costs too much, right? Uh, for me, one of my escape mechanisms for a long time had been sleep. I, it's like, I don't want to deal with life right now. Mm -hmm. It's the afternoon. I could be doing things, but I'm just going to sleep right now. And I had to realize, whoa, part of that me you know, using sleep as a, and sleep is a good thing, don't get me wrong, but me using sleep not to deal with life, now these things that I need to be doing, I'm crunched for time because I'm not doing those things. And then I sleep, and my, then my day's shorter. And then, so I had to realize that counting the cost of being the new me, one of the things that I would have to give up was my depression naps. Yep. Right? Uh, what does it cost to be the new me? Some of the complaining that I used to do, it cost me that complaint. There's certain things that I wanted. This week, I wanted to complain about something, and I was like, oh, no, I can't complain about that because that's not congruent with, and with the new me. So there's certain things that I have to give up. But the first thing in letting go of the old you, count the cost of being the old you, count the cost of being the new you. And yeah. see which one, see where, where the chips fall, because you just might find that a lot of this is easier when you realize, wow, staying the, the pressure of staying the same is costing me so much here. So count the cost. Letting go of the old you. The second thing is compassion. Uh, <laughs> Demi knows uh, that I can be hard on myself sometimes. Yeah. And this week, especially, oh my God, with that full moon, there was a certain part that I went into full-on craziness. And I just, you know, things were going on. I felt like I was judging myself. I felt like just I, I couldn't do anything good enough. I felt like my, my running, I'd gotten so good at running, uh, jogging, and I talk about this a lot. And, you know, last, uh, you know, last week, I remember one day I jogged 8.1 miles, and then the next day, 7 miles. And then the next couple of days, it's just like 
I would jog to the block to do my like six, seven, eight mile runs, and I would jog down the block, and I stopped, and went back home. Like I'm not gonna jog today, right? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. This is this is like a block. This is like point two miles or point one miles, and I couldn't do it. And I realized I I got more and more upset with myself, and I had to have compassion on myself that you know what you are still you, you're not perfect. You can have to take a rest sometimes. You can't do everything. Yeah. So I think, I mean, do you, do you ever have times like that where you just find yourself, like, really lacking compassion with yourself? Uh, yeah, fairly often. I mean, I'm since you brought up running, I, I remember at times when I was going to the gym and I would just be like, I would literally sit in the parking lot for, like, 45 minutes just sitting there just kind of, like, avoiding going in because I'm like, I just don't want to do it today. I just, I, I'm here, but I'm like, I don't want to do it. And occasionally, I would just leave instead and just not do anything. Yeah. Or there's times where I'll, I'll sit at my desk and I'm, like, ready to write, but then, like, just nothing's coming out. And I'm like, well, God, I guess I'm just going to go play video games instead because I just need to, like, blank out or something or, like, not mm-hmm. think about it. And I, I would feel kind of bad about it afterwards, but, I mean... I try not to allow myself to do that and, and allow myself to like, you know what? It's okay right now. You don't, you don't have to be on top of it a hundred percent all the time. Yeah. You don't, you know, I, I know your intentions are, are usually pure mm-hmm. and, but sometimes we can't follow through on our own good intentions, you know? Yeah. And I think what happens is the, when we lack compassion for ourselves for that, it makes it harder to do it the other time because I think there's a part in human nature where it feels like when we know we did something that's against what we want, when we didn't meet that goal, when we didn't do the thing that we wanted to do, then there's a part in human nature sometimes that says, I'm bad, oh my goodness, well I guess I'm just bad, and we pile this crap on ourselves, and it's like digging digging a hole for ourselves and piling more dirt. You know, I'm getting another thing now. I I, I don't want to go into details about it, but I I definitely have... uh, last year when I had tried to start a different podcast Mm -hmm. and um, you know the situation just didn't pan out the way that I wanted it to and we ended up kind of getting it was a little bit of a scam to be perfectly honest and and I was doing it with a a girlfriend of mine from from work and and I was really excited to do this because I'm like I'm ready to do this I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready it just didn't work out and I was extremely hard on myself afterwards and I got until probably this summer when I decided to try again mm-hmm. and like it's it's times like that when when you're just, I have dug myself in that hole before and, and it's just it's hard to get out yeah yeah and it's it's it, and we have to realize there's a part where we can get into you know really reflection about it but don't get into morbid reflection like yeah. I'm so bad I'm so bad I'm so bad because then you put the negativity of who you are in but this is something else that I, that I came up with earlier we talked earlier today when we were walking mm-hmm. and talking we were talking about uh, how to love myself and how to love that I kind of separate uh, myself and my you know other persona uh, not split personalities but I you know I go by an artist name and how my uh, regular name and my artist name how I feel like sometimes they're two entities which mm-hmm. is helpful because I'm a Gemini but not only having compassion on me when I fail but this is something that's really changing the way I think I need to have compassion for that new guy that I'm trying to be. Mm-hmm. See, it's one thing. It's, it's one thing. Sometimes people hear having compassion, 
and they think that means, and of course you don't want to beat yourself up, but sometimes we hear compassion and we think that means have compassion for that, that, you know, that old dude and just tell him, hey, it's okay, it's going to be okay, which it is going to be okay, but you don't have to do anything, blah, blah, blah. Having compassion for me, for that new person puts a new spin on it because that new, I realize, whoa, there's a person you want to be that is going to have a good life. That person deserves a good life. Mm-hmm. Have compassion for, for that person. Have compassion and love and care for that person by reaching some of these goals. Yeah. So on one hand, I don't beat myself up when I don't, you know, when I'm not perfect. On the other hand, it allows me in not only a, just not, not just a pushing way, like you have to do this, you have to do this, but I start to look at bettering myself as being compassionate to the person that I want to be. So I think that's that's great. Uh, the next, uh, we said count the cost, have compassion. Also catch yourself. Uh, I used to think a lot of times, it, it's funny, I'll be just brutally honest here. There's certain things, and there's a reason that we talked about the fact that I wasn't on social media for a while. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if I get depressed or I want to find something, I will look on social media and just like really you know look at things that 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 might depress me and spin out yeah yeah look at you look look for, for information for for people that might depress me oh they're you know this or this i don't know if anybody's ever looked at your ex or looked at someone <laughs> you're interested in yeah at, and this is what happened i remember this week i was going on and i was opening instagram because of of i was wanted to see something that was none of my business and i remember instagram was loading and this was a beautiful thing for me that I stopped, it was loading, and this is what happened. At first, I was like, oh, I don't want to do it. Oh, I clicked Instagram. I already did it. It's already opening. But then, in the middle of that, I pressed the uh, the home key mm-hmm. and got out of it and swiped it out of my uh, recent apps. But I realized that part of what disrupts and lets go, let, lets go of, uh, let goes of the old Let version. it go, let, let it go. go. <laughs> oh, I feel like Elsa. I'm Black Elsa. I'm Blelsa. Blelsa. Blelsa, that's who I am. Um, but catching myself. They, there's a, a saying, you don't have to take the train to the last stop. And there's certain times I know I'm like, you know, headed in the wrong direction. I'm doing this thing that I know I'm going to be like, I shouldn't have done the thing, but I'm doing the thing anyhow. And it's a beautiful thing, keep saying thing, uh, to catch oneself in the middle of that and let the new man say, hey, hey, we're going to actually do this instead. And I started to do that this week when there's certain things where I wanted to join in and I caught myself because uh, it was funny and they, we, something things were being talked about that could be construed as shit talking with somebody else. And I was like, huh, and guess what? And then I caught myself like, you know what? That's not the person we want to be. And I caught myself right in the middle and stopped. And what I'm saying is that there's certain things that seem so difficult. How do you, you know those things that you do every single time and you, oh, I did that. Oh, I did it again. I did it again. You might be doing those things, but it's so beautiful when you catch yourself in the middle of that and realize, oh, and when we catch ourselves or become aware of what we're doing, it, it doesn't mean that we're going to stop it right there, but it brings enough awareness to it. And what happens is that we, we it won't say that, you know, bringing awareness to it should just make us feel bad. Guess what? It probably makes us feel bad already. Mm-hmm. But when we bring awareness to it, we're shining light on that thing that probably already makes us feel bad. 
and we're shining light on it so that we give ourselves what's, what I like uh, someone called it a pause button I get a bigger pause button that when I catch myself on something I get to pause in the middle of that and say what side do I want to be on yeah. so I, I've caught myself in the middle of a bunch of just craziness Angel Idealism told me that I should get a pause button oh really? yeah yes, yeah, I love it see this is all coming around this one here is uh, I don't know whether it's going to sound crazy to you or practical Carry a reminder. This is a, a this is a known by a lot of folks. Uh, I got this one from Jake Ducey, I think, when I first started listening to. Uh, he's a you know a thought leader and a, a person who I listen to all the time. Uh, but one thing he said is that certain things he would keep uh, on, a, on an index card uh, and write down his goals, write down uh, what he wanted this new person to be. Things mm-hmm. like. I am kind, I am, you know, uh, loving, I am responsible, I am worthy of love, all these things, and this person that I want to be, right? And write these things down, and he said he carried it around with him everywhere. And I started doing that this week because, you know, I was like, okay, it couldn't hurt. And even when I went jogging, which I don't like to take stuff when, I don't I take one key. I take my key ring off, I take one key when I go jogging. I don't like to take much at all. But I even put it in my pocket when I started going jogging. And it's a, this kind of reminded me of the person I wanted to be. Now there's two things for this. I can look at it. The reason I carry a reminder, I carry it around with me so that any place I am, I can pull this out, read it, and remind me of who I want to be. Mm-hmm. But it's so awesome. And you say, well, I can just put it on my phone. There's a reason, he says, and it's, it's good to have a card that is you can carry around and that's a little bit sturdy because, you know, you put it in your pocket. But another thing is that is so awesome, and I, I can't take credit for this. I learned this from Jake Ducey. What happened is if you read that enough, then also when you stick your hand in your pocket, you don't even have to read that. That card, that thing you have in your pocket, you hit that, it touches your hand, and you remember all that you wrote down on that card and remember the person that you want to be. It sounds, you know, this is one I'm going to drive home a little bit because it's one of those things that makes you, it's like, oh, I don't have to just, I just have to think about stuff. It's one of those things that actually you have to do. Mm-hmm. You have to take the time. You have to get index cards if you don't have them or you can put it on any sturdy piece of paper, but you have to write down what you want to be and actually carry it around with you. And guess what? Somebody's old man right now is screaming, no, 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 I don't do that. Or old, 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 somebody's old to you is saying, no, I don't want to do all that, blah, blah, blah. And realize that it is sometimes it's so great when we hear the old you say things because then we really get to say, oh, that's the old me. But when we carry around a reminder, that's something that's practical. It's something you can do right now that will give you practical results. And you can pull it out at any time when the world is telling you all these things and uh, and really remember what you want to be. So, uh, you know, if you're letting go of the old you, count the costs. Uh, have compassion for yourself, especially the new you. Catch yourself in the middle of, uh, of you know, of, of being the old you. Carry a reminder. But the last one is copy success. The success of you and success of other people. A lot of times, you know, we... Uh, I remember when I was jogging. Uh, I keep talking about jogging, but <laughs> I remember going uh, a different direction. And when I went a different direction, I saw all these houses that I'd never seen. And I liked that, and I started going in different areas because I wanted those houses that I would... Sometimes I see the same old things all the time. I wanted those houses, those pictures of success, if you will, to be in my mind rather than just the same old things that I was seeing. 
And we have friends that are successful sometimes. You know what? A lot of times, I, you know, I, I knew one guy It was uh, in his organization I'm, I'm in, and he said, I don't have all the answers, but if somebody asks me a question, I know enough people so I can point them to, hey, so-and-so went through this, so-and-so. So part of copying success is finding out, take somebody to lunch or, or, or just, you know, ask them, you know, over text or whatever or the phone. If you see somebody that has what you want, that has the type of life, that has the meaning, that has the relationship, that has the self-respect copy success and part of that is what did they do to get there yeah. if you a big thing is people want to to get to places without doing anything and I'm, I think I'm talking to myself I should have a big mirror up here I'm talking to myself more than anybody but uh, this same guy used to always say if you want what I have do what I did to get it and that's a huge huge thing so when I see people that have what I want Instead of being envious or saying, oh, like, you know, they got it the wrong way or this or that, really pick people's brains that, that have things that you want and find out how they got it. And you'll find people are more friendly than you thought because people sometimes, their success stories, the right people are really, really happy to share that with you. And lastly, don't just copy success of other people. You've had some successes, right? Yeah. I sometimes I know when I've gotten into these romantic things, this is the last person ever and ain't gonna be nobody more like them again <laughs> until there's a next one, you know, and I have to copy the success of I've gotten over things that have hurt me before. I've gotten over not having money before. I've gotten over, I've been successful at overcoming these things. And sometimes the old man wants to be like, you're always going to be like this. You're always going to. And the thing is, wait, I'm not always going to be like this because I've overcome certain things in my past. Totally. So uh, I just encourage everybody, realize when you're trying to be this new person, the old person is not going to go quietly. You know, when you fire him, you might need to bring out security. Uh, you know, and you're this, fired. Yeah, and it's like, hey, watch him bring out the security <laughs> guard because he's going to be throwing around computers and knocking stuff off desks. But really, the the security you need to bring in when you're letting go of the old person, trying to be the new you. Count the cost. Have compassion for yourself. Catch yourself in the middle of uh, of bad behaviors or unhealthy behaviors. Carry a physical reminder with you in your pocket that you can look at any time, that you can feel when it's in your pocket, and copy success. You do that, and you just might successfully let go of the old you, make room for the new you. Yay. Yay. I love that. Oh, power running all through these hands. Power, that's just who I am. I don't want to be the kind of guy, oh no, to blame another man for not living life. How many good old days gotta pass you by? How many hours before you realize you got power? 